Good afternoon, Tuesday, September 21st. We've got three baseball picks for you. That will be recapped at the end because we're going to first talk about yesterday. One and four in baseball. Wonderful. Uh, we started the day trying to, trying to figure out which picks to play, of course, and we had nine. Nine. Actually, backtrack a little bit the night before. We had seven solid plays. Uh, sleeping on it overnight, getting up, looking at a fresh set of eyes, new perspective, came up with two more plays, had nine plays. Now, that felt like too many. It was an abbreviated day in baseball, one NFL game. That just didn't seem right. Got to look at it with a sharper pencil, if you will. So how did we come down to five games out of the nine, and which ones stayed and which ones went? Well, first of all, why did we have to go down from nine? Why is that too many? Because technically, a game that says it's got a positive ROI is a play. If it doesn't, it's not. These all had positive ROIs. However, you have to fundamentally look at what you're doing. It's not, it's, you, you don't strictly use science because then there's no emotions involved whatsoever, no thinking involved. But a computer can't consistently pick the winners. It can't be done. Because as soon as it did, then the whole betting strategies would change. The odds would change first, and then other things might change if a computer could consistently beat it. There has to be human eye and human fundamentals put into it. So if you want to call this a fundamental, the, the, the first thing was that seems like too many. And you're never as good as your good streaks or as bad as your bad streaks. So if you're technically 11-1, and one, officially 8-1 and one, and technically 11-1 and one on the day, you need to back yourself off a little bit and see where you're being too exuberant. So, nine picks drops to five. Which ones came off? Detroit and St. Louis, you may have seen on some social media that was posted as strong dog leans. And those were actually played. Typically, I'll play the leans. I want to put something out there that I don't have money behind, although I do mark it as non official play. And again, for the record keeping, just to be clear, this is a one and four day for the podcast. Actual plays went four and four, getting that to, in a second. So played the Detroit and St. Louis winners. And why did I not play those games officially? Because they had a, sl- a less than 50% chance of winning. So why were they on the card in the first place? Because they were huge dogs. The, if you're a plus 200 favorite and a plus 155, that was Detroit, and plus 155 for St. Louis, and you have anywhere close to 50%, you should be playing those. Let's make it an analogy. You went to the casino. You go to the roulette wheel. The You want to play black. That will represent Detroit. And red and the two green, or one if you're in a high limit table or in Europe, but we'll call it two green to kind of... Uh, uh, assimilate the uh, the losing side. So the chances of losing are the red and green combined, and the chance of winning is black. You, you're more likely to lose, right? If you play long-term and getting paid even money, you should never bet that. That would be not good ROI. You would never make that play in baseball or any sport. But if you're getting paid 2-1 to one, or 3-2 to two in the case of St. Louis, you play it all day. As a matter of fact, you call up Uber Eats and have them bring breakfast, lunch, dinner, and all the snacks there. And you bring in a uh, colostomy bag or something because you don't, you don't leave that wheel. 
you're getting paid two to one every, every time black comes up and losing single money when red or green comes up, which represents the chance of losing these baseball bets, then you play them. So that was just an example of saying, you know, it's a one game, it's one shot, one spin, so to speak, and it's less than 50%, and you're never as good as your good streaks, never as bad as your bad streaks, so let's back off a little bit. So missed out on two winners there, St. Louis and Detroit. And the Detroit game also had under nine. This was not posted anywhere. It was played. Uh, it was not posted because it had gone to eight and a half, and I wanted under nine. It later went to under nine. I took the under nine, and it was under nine. Uh, but it was a close enough one. It had good, it had positive ROI, but nothing. You know, I'm not. That's not one I regret not posting. The other one did not get posted. Did not get played. That was the Angels in Houston to go over. Over nine. So did I say Detroit under nine? Yeah, it was Detroit under nine, and it went under nine. And then and then the L.A. and uh, Houston game wanted to go over nine. Had it have it posted here? My spreadsheet is over nine, and then X'd out as something to at least to watch, but nothing official. And nor was it played. It went over nine. It was ten nothing. Uh, that one, it just felt like even though the numbers say over nine. Wasn't confident L.A. could score enough runs to get there. They didn't score any, but Houston scored 10. The two totals, the over 9 and the under 9, played one, like I said, not the other. I have no regrets on not pushing that. They weren't solid winners. The St. Louis-Detroit ones, that's a little, little bit of regret there. Now, the ones that did get played, the ones that made the card, and somehow these were the best ones, and they went 1-4. and four. Why were they the best ones? Well, Let's look at how they came out. So Miami and Houston over eight. That was the one winner. It was a double that score. It was 15. Um, don't have to get into that, why that was a good play. Now, uh, Washington was up seven to four fairly late in the game. And with the help of three errors and whatever else, they lost the game. That happens. Now, at seven to four later in the game, there were probably a 90% chance of winning that game. It just didn't happen. The next loss was Pittsburgh getting plus one and a half runs. They were up five to nothing. At that point, they have a 95% chance of winning the game, 98% chance of winning the bet at plus one and a half. Those are estimates, by the way. I don't recall what the stats actually were. But assuming that you can give up six runs and still win the game, six net runs, meaning you don't score any yourself, and somehow they still lost this game. I, I guess they went home early. And uh, they had their alter egos playing the game. I don't know who was showing up because they lost that one. So what looked like a 3-0 day was 1-2. Then Toronto, they were a minus-130 favorite. So the bookmakers figured they were going to win the game. You know, nothing fancy, but better chance than not. And they went up 2 to nothing. Now, that was very early in the game. And they just lost. And that happens. The home team, Tampa Bay, took it. But when you're up two runs and you're already considered to be the better team, at that point the odds are about 280 to 300, minus 300, that you're going to win that game. They did not. One and three instead of four and oh, from what it looked like, I should say. So now it looks like we're on the right side on four games. It's just that we only won one of them. Uh, it's just how it goes. And the other one, just standard baseball loss. Oakland minus 145. I did mention it was the weakest of the five. But yet, I thought it was better than the four that I didn't play. Um, 
by no means the heaviest favorite on the day, but it was the heaviest favorite on the five on the card. Um, they were never blown out. They were never in the game. It, it was not one swing away from tying it up. It was not uh, a blowout. It just didn't get done. So it could have easily been a four in one day. It was one in four. And quite frankly, if I didn't overthink the card, just trusted the streak, say sometimes you get hot, then it's a five and four day. And two of those five wins are big underdog plays. And it's a hell of a day. But it's one and four. And that's what it is. So we move on. That's the last that we'll discuss that. So we've got Cleveland as the first pick of today on Tuesday as a minus 145 favorite. Again, shop around. It might be a little higher than that for you. But I believe 145 is still out there. They are the clear play over Kansas City. They have the better pitcher, the better matchup, the home. Uh, minus 145, money line, Cleveland. Cincinnati is the second play. Now we're going opposite of yesterday. I'm not going to talk about yesterday. Uh, certainly Cincinnati uh, coming back like that does get momentum the next day. That's a fact. That's just fundamental part of it. Uh, but technically, they are the better team. The pitching matchup is significantly better today than it was yesterday. Cleveland by two because their money line is too expensive. Cleveland minus one and a half on their run line, minus 105. And the final play is St. Louis plus 1.5 at minus 115 on the run line over Milwaukee. Now, this again, this to bring up yesterday was one of the winners in the money line. This is a different scenario. In this case, Milwaukee has the better team, just like they did yesterday. They're at home, just like yesterday. But now they have a significant pitching advantage. They had a slight advantage yesterday and a significant pitching pitching advantage today. Why the heck am I on um, St. Louis, not Milwaukee? Two things. Not taking the money line straight up. Taking St. Louis plus 1.5 so, the, so the, they can lose and win the bet. Now, what else is in this because that can't be all this part of it. Well, fundamentally, again, I gave you the technical, very brief description of why you would be on Milwaukee. So why the heck am I not? Well, St. Louis is on a nine-game winning streak. There's a very simple rule in baseball. Don't step in front of a streak. You don't have to ride the streak, but don't get in front of it. There are going to be every exceptions to every rule, yes. I'm, I'm sure I've gotten in front of some streaks. As a matter of fact, I know I did this year, and called it exactly right, but that has to be certain stars aligning up for that. In this situation, St. Louis on a nine-game winning streak. Again, do not play Milwaukee. You don't have to play St. Louis, but do not play Milwaukee in this unless you feel, feel something or know something I don't know. But um, you don't get in front of the nine-game streak. Now, St. Louis is not as good of a team as Milwaukee, but they are in the last nine games. They're better than Milwaukee in the last nine games. Everything about them is better than Milwaukee in the last nine games. Now, um, you don't have to win either. You can lose by one. When the streak ends, I'm not seeing it as a blowout. It's going to be one of those heartbreakers for them where they blow a save or they're behind they come back but just fall one run short. If it ends tonight, I think it's only by one run. I think it's a lower scoring game. I don't feel good enough about that to take under the total. As a matter of fact, I might 
consider going over the total before I go under the total, but neither one is absolutely nothing. Nothing is a play there. But uh, St. Louis plus 1.5. Yes, right in the streak. Not so much because simply blindly falling the streak, but because the necessary there's a need for St. Louis. They need to win to get to the playoffs. They're they have the second wild card right now, but they can't afford to slip. Milwaukee is going in auto drive, autopilot. They have the division. They're in the playoffs. They don't need this game. They want it, of course. You want to win. They don't need it. St. Louis needs it. So this is not a streak at the beginning of the season, the middle of the season. This isn't even so much about a streak. This is about a little bit too fundamentally who needs this game. And then fundamentally, using that word too many times, is that Milwaukee, when you're coasting, when you're on autopilot, do you need to keep your starting pitcher in potentially, I wouldn't say risking injury, but overuse of the arm, tired arm. You want these arms fresh. That goes for your starting pitchers, your, your key relievers. You want to give your guys just a little bit, your, your position players, a little bit of a break. So Milwaukee is on paper the better team, but they're not the better team right now, and they're not going to play at their peak level because of the position that they're in. Whereas St. Louis is balls to the wall. We're going to win this game. So you take St. Louis, and that's just that simple. St. Louis, plus one and a half. Cincinnati, minus one and a half. Cleveland on the money line. That is it for today.